Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hi. How are you? Okay, here's the deal. Uh, this week is Norm MacDonald and then we're going to drop two episodes this week. Then Monday is uh, Rory Scofield and Norm. Well, Norm's there for the beginning. Norm sort of roams in and out the whole second show. But this week is all Norm. Next week's Rory and Norm. Okay? Is that good? That's fun. And then... Um, we misused the word defibrillator a few times. Just so now you know. So when it happens, you can be like, at least they know. All right. Bye. Be nice. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hello? Very funny guy, Todd Glass. Hello? Uh, yeah. Hello? Hello, am I on the air? Hold on, sir. Let our jingle run through, please. Hello? Entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass, everyone. Hello? Todd. Oh, my God. Hey, it's Zach. Oh my god, he called in. I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Sir, hold on, please. Central. Can we get this jingle out? Glass. Oh my god, you want Comedy Central? Glass. Katie, turn. Katie, turn this guy's line off. Again. Oh, I'm still here. Uh, is that Brian Regan? Podcast. Oh my god, Brian Regan called in? Sir, shut the fuck Let's up. Do you want me to beg? Is that. Oh my god, Brian Regan's begging? The best part of having a TV show is when your comedian friends pitch you an idea. Oh, I'm sorry, you can immediately greenlight. Oh my god, that's Daniel Todd. From the beautiful La Cienega Strip, high atop Black Horse Motors, it's the Todd Glass Show. Oh. We had problems with the phone lines. Well, it's fun already. God, look at us, we're having fun. Aren't we? So much fun. Every week, it's exciting. Every week, it's fun. It's very exciting. 
I'm doing it by myself. There's no one here. You know, sometimes uh, the problem is when there's someone here, like Daniel Kino is going to be here later, uh, is that uh, I, if I go on a rant, I look for their approval. Like, do you agree? And I realize not everyone has to agree. So I'm going to build like a black box for around me. I'm not even kidding. Like a cardboard <laughs> box, paint it all black. And then when I need to just have a moment where I rant, because sometimes when I rant in the car, like into my phone, yeah, I know you're like, you ran in the car? <laughs> yeah, sometimes when I just rant in the car into my phone, I don't overthink it. It's just really what's on my mind, not am I right, am I wrong? And so I just thought I need to create that here. So I'm going to, maybe I'll get like a tent you with a microphone those, like, in it. You can get things that they have, you oh know, God. or get those like old people glasses that, that block the side and no, Katie, just cover it. That's so funny. That I'm thinking I have to not see everybody. I can just put blindfolds on Yeah. and, and just talk. Yeah. Because then you're not looking at people's faces. Oh, my God. Yes. And I don't want to anymore. And I want you. How about if you all wear blindfolds? Wait, that won't help. You'll still see us. All right. Did, this start, did we start? And I think it's no, good. We, we don't have to. So we have some people here. Um, God, I'm, it's, it's, I got name tags. Uh, um, uh, Wit. Wit. What's your last name? Thomas. Wit Thomas. You do stand-up? Yes, sir. Five years. You're doing it a year. That's a good time because you know, in all seriousness, I remember a year into it, you're doing it. Like, how many times have you done it every week since you started? Have you have you missed a week ever since you started? No. See, yeah, that's your that's that's even if you went on forty five times in a year, let's say you might miss something. I don't know, maybe uh, somebody dies, you got to go to their funeral. Um, that's all I could think of. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you've been doing it uh, for a year, so that's a that's a fun time. I remember there already when I was doing it a year, there were guys that were uh, already complaining too much. Like we're a year into it, man, that's bullshit. All right, you started already, Jesus. And then Preston is here. He's a friend of Chris's. All right, and where are you from, Preston? Uh, oh, you're from Atlanta. We talked about the Laughing Skull already. He really made it sound the 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 uh, Laughing Skull in Atlanta is like. It's this little club that holds 75 people. I've talked about it a lot on the show. Uh, it's awesome. I love it. It's like a vacation. The crowds are great. The owner's great. And, uh, uh, but I told, I was talking to Preston about it before the show. He goes, yeah, that's the place. It's behind the bathrooms. I'm like, oh, you don't have to make it sound so fancy. <laughs> like, it is true. You have to go down a long hallway, and that's where the bathrooms are to the vortex. And then if you pass the hallway even further, there you go into the back, and there it is. And Chris is here, too. So, hi, Chris. How you doing? You got friends in from out of town. That's fun. It's, everybody's having fun. <laughs> I'm half kidding when I say that. It's my nervous habit. All right, so here we go. I feel good. Everybody's uh, good. I need a... Okay, here. Merle, I told you. That's my sister-in-law. Stop listening. She called me last week. She goes, I like the show with Sarah. You, you, it, was, it was calmer. It was like you, didn't, you weren't all over the place. I go, well, I like to be all over the place. Now, I'm not going to be not all over the place just to make Merle happy. And by the way, uh, she has a barber shop. You should go there if you're in if you're in Philadelphia. It's on Market Street. It's called Dave's Barber Shop. Like, why not go? You meet my sister in law. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's, <laughs> how much fun? It would be fun. She's really great. She'll fun t- to get your hair cut. Well, you can go get your hair cut at Dave's, and if you mention the show, she'll talk more. <laughs> That's and there's no discount. She'll just talk more. She'll tell. She's got great stories. Hey, look, look at it this way. You're you're down there already. And you, and you go to Dave's Barbershop, and, and, and it's on Market Street. That's where um, I used to go when I was a little kid. Her dad used to cut my hair. No one cares. Uh, Wit's the only one that really cares. He's the only one. Chris, you care too? Preston doesn't care. He's over there going, yeah, I did the time last year. This is him back on the phone when he gets back uh, to his friends in, uh, in Atlanta. Yeah, I was uh, 
I went to uh, visit Chris in uh, L.A. I went to see the Todd Glass show. It's above a mechanic shop. <laughs> yeah, it's like above a mechanic shop uh, near, uh, near the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so Meryl, hello. People might go in to get your hair cut, and then she tells stories about me when I was younger. And I will call her and tell her certain stories not to tell. <clears throat> One time. Uh, <laughs> um... Has there ever been a recorded case of a younger person molesting an older person? We're going to talk about that next week. All right. <laughs> like, a, like, I don't know, like a 14-year-old molests a 40-year-old? Is that something? El- everything's elder ha- molest? Everything's had to happen. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. We'll probably edit that out. Um, I'm on Twitter. Does everybody listening now follow me on Twitter? Because you should. Okay. Thank you. We all do. Okay. All right. There's no pressure. Um... Hi, everybody. I always like to stop. Say hi to the listeners. How you doing? Give a special shout out to Zach, C-O-T-Y. I know it sounds insecure, but he always writes like nice things. They make me feel good. You know, he, like he'll write like just nice things. And by the way, I'm not one of these people. When I say there's a, you know, a few times I've complained about, you know, people. It's the oldest thing in the world. I don't like to spend that much time on it. But, you know, we all know you can't let one negative thing. Sometimes it gets to you. Okay. But, you know, the longer you do it, you just, you just overlook that stuff. But it does get to you. But, when, I, but I don't believe it in the way of I heard someone do, again, what I hate last week. Hate's a strong word. Dislike. Um, yeah, well, you know, back then, now, today, everyone, no, no, just let's complain about it because it's negative and I'm with you, but don't act like back then everyone was nice. I, I'm, I'm, I know I sound like a broken record. Yeah, back then everyone was nice, except for some fucking horrible things that the world did. But they were nice. They didn't, back then they didn't say mean things on Twitter. There wasn't Twitter, that's why. I'm sure if they could, they would have done all their bad shit on Twitter, too. So anyway, just complain. Don't say, oh, you know, like it's like when service is bad. People, I, so I, I'll complain about bad service, and I love it. I'll have an hour conversation, but don't go, eh, today you can't get – you couldn't get it back then either. <laughs> All right? Don't fucking start telling me how great everything used to be. Everything's better today. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again every time. It's not better then. It's better now. Everything, scientifically. So shut up. It wasn't great then. That's why we're not advancing as a society because uh, we think things – we need to go back to the way – imagine if technology – thought they needed to go back to the way it used to be. We, we wouldn't have shit. We need to go back to the way... No, we need to go forward. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to. What would you have played anyway if I wanted, if you were ready? If you were ready. If you, if you were ready. <laughs> if what you would you were ready. Like if we were like, let's do it again. <laughs> hey, fucking tomorrow the fuck, fuck, shit, shit, fuck, fuck, fuck. We'll be right back. Audible.com makes it easy to Seriously, stay well informed Chris, and catch Chris. up on your reading. It is true, though. I would only let you play that because it is true. Audible does help you catch up on your reading. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed. And it does make it easy to stay well-informed. All right, all right. I'm all right with that. Um, it's not like at least Audible. What they promise, they deliver. That's the truth. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading. Okay. No, no, no. I liked it up to then. I like it. But Audible makes a promise. They keep it. Like, seriously, it's just, they're not, they're, whatever they're saying they can do, you do it, and then you're like, they were right. Not like Wen Shampoo. That fucking shit doesn't do anything. You know the commercial with Wen? They go, Wen, my hair's dry. They go, oh, it takes up all the moisture. I don't like when they lie about products claiming they can do, like, one time they were trying to sell me this shit at the mall. She goes, oh, it's great, and it, it retains the moisture, and then if your face doesn't need it, oh, it doesn't do all that. It doesn't, how could it remember to do all that? <laughs> It'll take five years off your life. What if you put it on a baby? Seriously. Baby we'll take a break. All the 
Alright, so no. We'll be right back with the Talk Glass show. This is this is what Chris Hardwick makes me play now. It's that time of year again. This is embarrassing. Oh my god. Bring your family. What if I, I love the bit where I don't know my mic's off? Oh my god, Katie, this is so embarrassing. Katie. Chris is making us do this. This is what Chris sent you. Yes. How does this fucking us. help the show? Oh my god, Rick thinks I'm a loser now. <laughs> Chris Hardwick's orders. Alright, so we got that. I'm having a good time. I don't think I need anybody. No. I, I think it's going good. You know what I need? Because Lynn can't always be here. I want someone that's listening that's in a band, but they have like a horn, a drummer, um, uh, just like this tight little band. Come in here with me all day. We rehearse a song. And then I sing it at the end of the show. Like, I commit. Like, whether it's a talking song or they go, oh, here's... Because I'm convinced that I could still... If I have someone, like, you know, like, a, a little band that will play, like, the horn will come in, like, ba da da dum But right when I have an empty spot or if I can't hit a note or... So if you're out there, how could we let them... We need so like it's got to be a good band. I don't you know we can't well, they, have some. They can email us at Todd at nerdist com and they can send us maybe a sample. If they sample. Have like a YouTube video. Yeah. And or by the way, an I'm MP3. not being a jerk because I'm a, whoever this band is. If they're as good as I want them to be, I'm appreciative to them. Yeah. So I want it to be the type of band where they're doing me a favor, not I'm doing you a favor. So yeah, already put down your pen. Todd. One at guy nerdist. with a trumpet. Todd at nerdist com. One guy comes in with a block of wood. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Sir. That talk last show. It's uh, across from an empty, deserted lot. That was you, Preston. I decided to. Okay, so the band. Somebody, please. Okay, send in something. Like send in. I don't finish a thought. I just just heard myself. I want somebody that has a little band. It could be a four-piece band, a five-piece band. Just you have when you have a day. We'll spend six hours. Not that that's a treat. Rehearsing, and then I will do a song. The reason I'm thinking about that is because. Um, I don't know. I heard uh, I heard a song on a Sesame Street song that I thought I can play. So I I thought I could sing that song. We'll do it later. Yeah, with Rory, play that song. I could sing this song. Can you put some echo in my I could sing this. I'm as good as this, right? No, I pause it. And then also... Hold on. I think I could sing because I found... That's a little... That's I'm, I'm half kidding. Where's that beer song? The isolated part. I need to get a piano guy in here that can do this. Like, the performer sings, and then he stops, and then the and then he'll just say something, and then the piano takes over again. It's like he starts up again. It's like, here we go. Go play the isolated part. Oh, that is so pretty. Isn't that beautiful? Whiskey's too rough. I like that. Do it again. All of a sudden, everyone's playing, and then it goes... And then he says this. It's all right. Oh, that is so pretty. Isn't that beautiful? Whiskey's too That's what you're, Pause it out. That's what you're going to get. Right now, my sister-in-law's going, I don't get it. Why does he do this? No one even cares. People care. All right. So I thank Zach. Um, this Sunday... Uh, I have that psychiatrist, Shannon, coming in. You know how some comedians, I've said this before, they're interested politically, and no one complains. I feel like, you know what I feel like? I 
I say this this way because I know I think like when I used to talk about this uh, with Jimmy and Steph that there were certain people that I probably shouldn't worry about, but maybe even comedians I don't know that were like, "What's Todd know about child raising?" It's like I know as much about that and have my opinions as comedians that are driven to talk about politics. I don't really I I'm, I don't that's not really my thing. Politics more social issues. So. Because I have the podcast, I want to do stuff like that. Sometimes I like to be, you know, like we have most shows are pretty silly, but I want to do this. So Sunday, and then we'll drop it as a special episode. Sunday, Shannon is coming in, and we're going to talk about hitting kids versus not, well, spanking versus not spanking. That's, uh, we're going to do it on Blake's. Katie just looked at me like, you, what, who's recording this? <laughs> so, um, so that, and then we'll drop that as a, a separate a episode. A, uh, a separate episode? Yeah, like a bonus. Yeah. Chris? Womp. One more word out of you, and I have to make you, um, you have to work here two years. <laughs> here you have to work here longer. I am enjoying myself. It's good. All right, so uh, so there's that. We have Shannon, the doctor, coming in, and that's going to be good. And then, um, you know what I realized about um, negative people? Like, I don't want to mention in my family who does this, but uh, sometimes they'll be like, uh, negative people, when they guess negative all the time, they win either way. Because they're like, I don't know, I just get a feeling my car's going to break down. I just get a feeling... Then if it breaks down, they get to say, oh, I was right. And then if it doesn't break down, they get to fucking have a not broken down car. You know, they just get to enjoy it not happening. Do you understand? Like, yeah. like they go, I have a feeling. And here's what I want. It's not that I uh, don't believe in people that have feelings. You know, you know what I mean? Like pre- uh, premonitions. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, like, like uh, I, don't, I don't totally not believe in that. People get a vibe or maybe they get in the middle of the night. You know, I don't know. Maybe they, their stomach feels weird and then something happens. I don't totally dismiss all of that. So I want to be really clear with that for what it's worth but i think a lot of it's bullshit a lot of it people go i had a feeling you know what whenever you had a feeling you tend to tell a million people but when you're wrong you don't tell you don't say shit i want those people when they're wrong like when they go i had a feeling but it didn't happen the next day to go oh my god last night i had a feeling that something bad was going to happen or my car and it didn't happen and then 20 minutes later oh my god last night does that make sense it does i'm I'm not looking at anybody in the room (laughs) because it doesn't have to make sense one of the things I talked about before I went on to the show today was sometimes in the car. Did, did I talk about this on the show? Yeah. I talked about it on the, on the uh, show tonight? Yeah. I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> then I had to look around. There. I did. I did. Thank you, Katie. At least Katie's paying attention. No, 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 no. So, um, so I just I started to do that again. I'm back on track. I'm back on track. I started to do that again. I was like, so I don't need. I'm just going to say what I feel about the negative people. I think someone knows what I'm talking about. There's someone out there going, yeah, my friend does that. I had a feeling. Good. Tell me. I want to know at the end of the year how many of your feelings are right and how many of them are wrong. All right. So there we go. By the way, as tough as times are right now, um, you'd be surprised by the service service industry. Like, you know, how many people are still so rude? Like, I before I didn't complain about it. But, like, if you go to Target or whatever, it's just, you know. Not even a waiter or waitress, because most of the time they're pretty good. Although, not sometimes. You'd be surprised when they're bad. Isn't that funny when, they're, when it's tip-oriented? Yeah, and they're just assholes to you. Like, not even, like, let's say 10's the worst. I'm talking 10. You're like, there's no fucking way. And you know what? I tip no matter what. I, I, don't, I, I know other people that say, I do the same thing. And I'm, I'm happy to hear it only because usually it's for the same reason. I wanna, uh, if I want to tell them the service was bad, I don't want them to think for one second it's because uh, because I was cheap and I didn't want to tip. So I tip full. I mean, I'll tip more. And then, then I've once in a blue moon have gone over and said, hey, that was, you know, I, that, I, you know just acknowledge how bad it was. But um, 
I'm always surprised. Like I went to Target today, and um, so rude. I guess like is or maybe there's a lot of independently wealthy people, but you'd think. And if I'm wrong, I wonder if someone else feels differently. But you would think you'd be able to say, "Hey, have you noticed? Like when you go to places, even if it's Seven Eleven, like people are fucking happy to work. Like they're no, that's really." That's that's the way that's if I owned a store, I would make someone like I would make everyone wear a tag and it would I'm not even joking. It would be so big because I want everyone to read it It says I am trying my hardest. And then with exclamation parts after it, I mean, I am not joking. It would say this. I'm not I'm not going wordy here. This is exactly what it say. I'm trying my hardest. I'm not joking around. I am really trying to give 100 percent. I want to make you the happiest customer in the world, and I can't try any harder. That way, if you were a dick, you'd look really fucking stupid wearing that button. Because <laughs> people could just look at it. I mean, not if you were on the fence or, you know, you're half trying. Maybe people go, oh, maybe that person. I'm just talking about someone that's a, like just a, not like a fucking shit employee. You'd be able to just point to their button and go, really? And they're like, yeah, really. This is me at my best. All right. Well, it doesn't seem it. Uh, I thought uh, there's there's that <laughs> um, there's um, I do a show this weekend. I know this is one of those things you just have to let it go because I don't want to turn into one of those people that uh, sometimes there's rude people and you do have to let it go. I know I'm not contradicting myself. There's some situations where you have to say something. Other situations where you just let things go if you truly want harmony in your life. And I did let this go, but it did bother me. Well, you're writing a book back there. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I get into the. I do a show in in uh, Arizona, the Tim and Willie Morning Show, and they have a big nighttime Christmas show, and it was so much fun. And uh, I forget some one of the guys. He's in the band for, I forget who, Jordan Sparks, and some other guy, some other singer from American Idol. They were they were really nice, and um, one of the guys was in the band for one of them. I don't know if he thought he was like. So the, it starts out by him walking by me after my show, and he goes. He goes, you were really funny. He goes, and I don't usually think white people are funny. And you know what? At the time, no big I took it as like, I'm glad he thought I was funny. And I was like, oh, thanks a lot. But then I thought about it, and it only leads to be more of his personality. But I, I hate that comment. It's like, just, you know what? You don't have to add hate. Just, just, most comedians suck. Black, white, Mexican, Chinese. There's no, you know, oh, normally I hate white comics. Great. Great. I'm glad you like me, and you normally hate white comics. Normally I hate black people that talk to me after the show. That are in bands, but you're cool. But would I ever fucking say that? Eh, normally, people that are black in bands, they're real fucking idiots. But you know what? You're good. You were good out there on your bass or drums. I didn't really look at what you were playing. Anyway, so uh, then we get it. They pick me up in the van. Now, there's a difference if this was a limo driver, but it's not. Uh, as far as not so anyway, they pick us up in the van at the hotel the next day. I get in the van. He's already in it. They, she goes, "Do you know?" And I like, of course, I remembered him from the night before. I swung around. I said, "Hey, how you doing?" Then I realized he. Uh, two seconds later, I hear him doing this with his headphones on. I'm not going to try it. I don't know what song he was doing, but you'll get the gist of it. You know. And I thought, does he think he has to do that so I won't talk to him? But I don't. And I'm hoping that he only does that for three seconds. And once he realizes I'm not talking to him, just go enjoy your music. And I thought, you know what, if that's a town car driver, okay, you don't have to talk to him. He's a professional driver, but it's obviously not. We're all working for a charity. It's like someone, it's like, you know, some, like, it looks like a mom driving us in the van. But, and then I get in, and he still stays on his headsets, and I'm like, 
that to me is uh, maybe I could get some people would go, oh, that's all right. You know that he's not talking to anybody. All right, I'll let that go. You want to? Maybe you're shy. Who knows what it is? But guess what? You're not gonna fucking sing. Yeah. You're not going to sit there and sing. He sang the whole ride in the back. Like, really? So, in other words, you're not going to join our conversation, but you're going to ruin You're going to ruin ours. We can't talk now. And I knew nothing would lead to anything good. It's one of those situations, like I told Daniel, you want harmony. Is that what you really want? And sometimes that means just putting up with the amount of tension he was causing as opposed to causing a tremendous more amount. But I would have had a right to go, like, no yelling, no cursing. I would have had the right to go, hey. I understand if you don't want to join in or, you know, you're not talking this morning. That I get. But you you don't really have to be singing. What are the odds you would have said, oh, my God, you're right. He knew what he was doing. Everything it was so predictable. And then he gets out of the van. I thought, wonderful, say goodbye. You know what I mean? Some people are, want to be in their own space. I get it. But then, you know, when they just say goodbye, no, he gets out of the van, just walks away. Doesn't tip her. He's just rude. I think he thinks he's, you know, like, that's a guy like that you want to see out of work. He just thinks there's something special about him. He's playing in a fucking ban right now wait six months when you're not fucking working or maybe he'll be working and be like that my point isn't that i don't you know i think people get the gist of what i was saying your point is to not be rude yes sitting in the back of the van to be polite all right you do sing you're not gonna fucking sing stop that you don't get to do that i didn't say i should have what do you i don't know i didn't say anything because then he would have been, then he, then the driver would have gotten scared. I waited till he got out of the car. And then, believe me, <laughs> I had my words with the driver from the van. And then we ended up hooking up. It was fun. Right. <laughs> I thought of a good idea for a t-shirt. It says, uh, everybody's uh, looking at everybody, trying to act like they're not. You too. You notice that everybody, I do it too. Everybody's looking, but they don't want to think. Anyway. Everybody's looking. Stop acting like you're not looking, including me too. People look. I look away. Everyone wants. I don't think I do. At least I have a smile. But when you look like a dick and you don't look and you get caught looking and then you look, this is stop it. Everybody wants to look at everybody, but no one wants to admit it. So they all. Does anyone know what I mean? Yeah. No. It's like if you make eye contact with someone, like on like walking down the street, like you immediately. You look away. Yeah. Which there probably is a certain amount of normalcy to that. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes if you look at someone and they look back and they smile, you're like, yeah, that's okay. Or you could just smile and say hi. Yeah, you could smile and say like hi. Yeah. I guess it's when someone looks at you and you know they're they're the ones looking, and then I don't know if they do it because of uncomfortability. I'm trying to be fair here. It could be uncomfortability. And then you look and they catch you, and instead of smiling, they look like, like they're gonna. Pff. Oh, you're you were looking at me. I wasn't looking at you. You were looking at me. <laughs> don't try to pull that shit. You can only do that if I'm looking at you. Nah, you you got caught. You have to say hi. You can't give me the. Pff. I'm cooler than you. Everyone knows what you're fucking up to. I think uh, this is fun. I don't need anybody. <laughs> hey, there was a, a bird in the road today. I've talked about this before, and I'll talk about it again. And uh, just at the red light, it's like a pigeon. You know, it's in the, they're in the, uh, it shows the neighborhood I live in. The nicer the neighborhoods, the less the pigeons. <laughs> they fucking move once it gets nice. Because you know why? Pigeons like trash. So they hang around trash cans. And that's where I live, near a trash can. <laughs> no, I live, uh, the, the the shopping the mall that I have to go to where my gym is, it's like one of those, it's still got like a lot of shit stores in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> I don't know what I'm a talking about. A lot of pigeons? A lot of pigeons. Because there's, oh, because it's dirty. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> dirty. That's right. Oh, that's what I was saying. It has nothing to do with the stores. It has to do, you know what, when stores are in nicer areas, like the Target even, I've talked about this before too, there's more trash in the parking lot. It's wrong. 
They're, 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 you pick his pick the trash up. Because some people go, well, in Irvine, the target, there's less trash because people litter less. I don't believe it's true. No, they care more about the parents they, there. They care more. Yeah, and you know what? Target or any store, you should be embarrassed. I'm going to start taking pictures of these chains that when they're in the less of a neighborhood, they don't think they have to keep the upkeep. Keep the upkeep. And guess what? If people do litter here more, just I want to cover every angle. Let's say there's someone out there. They own a, a chain. Or they listen. What are the odds? Not at all. But I like to make pretend. I like to make pretend right now the owner of... Um, Oh, what's one of the ch- over there? It's uh, there's a Target, and then not in that CVS? one. In this one, there's a CVS, or the owner of uh, Marshalls is listening. One of the corporate guys, and he goes, "No, no, that's wrong. They're people. We have the same exact cleanup schedule at all of them. So if yours is dirty, it's because people. Well, guess what? Then change the cleanup schedule. Don't punish your good customers. So if, even if people do over litter, then get clean up more. Clean up more. That's right. We'll take a break. No, we're not taking a break. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, there's pigeons, and then I pull up to them. I don't like taking for granted they're going to fly away. Do they have to stay I've in front? I've seen them not fly away. I've the, seen them get hit Me too. Cars. My grandfather hit a pigeon once. Yeah. He said they're dumb. Never forget that. <laughs> he said they fly out of the way. I've talked about no, this. And then he hit one. I saw it in the car. I got a stomach ache. It gives you a – it turns your – it does bad things to your stomach when you realize – he goes, ah, they're stupid. And he'd keep driving. I'm like, all right, Jesus. But anyway, so yeah, they have to stay in the road. What? So you can eat one more piece of dust? What are you doing? What are you pecking at? A half an ant? What are you doing? You can't get out of the way. You have to go to last minute. You know what? Pigeons think they're cool probably. Because if a human being did that, they're like, I'm not scared. Yeah, what if I gun my engine and I kill you? I'm tempted to do that. Just go, yeah. Oh, you're not scared? Boom. Right. Uh, oh. To play chicken with a pigeon? Yeah. To play. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Well, I find myself in times of travel, Mother Mary comes to me. This was really online. This isn't a joke. I faded out. Where are you going, Chris? You have to go to the bathroom? Hold on, hold on. Fade it out. What are you doing? Oh, Okay. I'll know not to. I, I, I was going to do two more cues. No, I just the minute he leaves, I act like, oh, I want it. Oh, I need a quack quack sound. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, I need the voice sound. I can't do it myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I make it. Okay, uh, so there we go. The guy in the van. That really, ugh. Uh, all right, there we go. So I feel like I got everything out of the way. Um, the t shirts. No, maybe that's not a good idea. The pigeon in the road. All right. Twitter. Yes. Also, you know, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, the Todd Glass Show. That's right. People write nice comments. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been putting up the grilled cheese pictures on there. Yeah. And the cereal. Oh, yeah. I said no, one, cereal. no one has sent cereal yet. No. Oh. Somebody sent a good one in today. I mean, they, they got it. This They all got it. I, anybody so time, where? On your Twitter? Yeah. They sent it to me on Twitter. Oh, okay. Tablecloth. You can tell they had the lights low. Folks, if you're going to take these pictures, lower the lights, light a candle. Put those on. Send those to us on uh I didn't. I email those to uh, Todd at Nerdist dot com too. Cereal, yeah. hey, anything. You know the thing is, I don't want him to do it with a steak because everyone knows a steak is good. Maybe uh, you know what? Hey, who's to say Reese's cups don't deserve a? <laughs> get a bowl of Reese's cups, put them in the middle of the table, and eat them with a the candlelight. What's wrong with that? It's <laughs> a lot of Reese's cups. <laughs> I know. Halloween comes around, which it just passed. I. I can't get the candy till the night of. I will literally go to the bathroom at four in the morning and uh, go outside, go out to the bowl of, and eat. Four. Oh yeah, I can't have candy in my house. It's gone within minutes. You know why? Because candy's good. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, 
Um, anything? Uh, I f- this is going to be a fun show today. So Norm McDonald's on his way in. He'll be here at 7. And then after Norm leaves, Rory's coming in. So I feel good. I feel like we got a lot out of the way. And um, Merle, stop listening. She loves now that I mention her name. I bet, I bet now that I'm mentioning your name, you're going to like what I do more. She'll be like, you know what? Maybe it is good when you're all over the place. <laughs> Maybe it is fun. You have any shows you want to promote over there? Yeah, what your show I heard was good. Rory Scovel. Rory Scovel was here, and he talked about it. Um, yeah, I do a show every Sunday. Called Cut him off. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's okay. I do a show every Sunday called Power Violence at uh, 9 o'clock at the 6470 Theater in, in Hollywood. And Rory said it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Rory's on it. He does it all the time. He just walks in. Powerviolencecomedy.tumblr.com. Do it, folks. Go out and do something. You sit in your house all by yourself. There's no reason to do anything but go see stand-up comedy. All right. Can I plug my show? Sure. Uh, odd Thursdays at the Comedy Palace every other Thursday. If you go to ComedyPalaceLA.com, you'll find it. And Chris, Chris has a Twitter account. What's your Twitter account? Chris Burdens. Chris Why don't they go, if they want to see his Twitter account, good. what is it, Katie? What's Chris his Twitter? Burdens. How, do they know how to spell that? Yeah. B-U-R-D-E-N-S. And people, could you please follow him? Please, I asked him today, how many people are following you from the show? He said three or four. I think, Come on, the guy's got feelings. The guy's got feelings. I have a Twitter, too. Let's see if I get more followers. KT underscore money. I get... <laughs> I barely... Hey, by the way, here's the last thing I'm going to say, then we're going to take a break. You know when people... Uh, I, I, like, I like to stay up there in the iTunes. You know, like I like to be in the top 50. What if people that listen to the show, what if they download it and then they download it again just for the hell of it? Can they do that? Can they get us yeah, up? Yeah, that could work. But also if people comment and rate us, that gets us in like the yeah. noteworthy, what's hot, all of that. I know uh, some people go, they don't want to seem like they're begging because it seems desperate. I don't mind. I think it's asking friends for help. Like seriously. Like I want people to, you know, like the show's doing great. How many downloads do we get a month? Um, a week. About 50,000? Fifty-thousand, and that's good. But but sometimes you know if you if, so I'm here's my theory. Do you understand? Like if they go on and they just keep downloading it six times, even if they only listen to it once, is that possible? Yeah, you guys could go to like the Best Buy and go to all the computers and just download them. Well, what, can't they do it from their computer? Yeah, you could do that. They can't delete it and then re-download it. I don't know. People figure it out. Did anybody hang any posters up online, folks? Listen to this. We put some posters up, and then it's a, so it's a so it's a standard poster. You go make copies of it and put them up around L.A. or wherever you live, wherever you live. God knows where you live. So there we go. So um, Yeah, it, those are on the Facebook. It is on the Facebook. Yeah. It says, hey, stupid, go download the Todd Glass show. All right, Preston looks like he's having a fucking blast over there. <laughs> Jesus, I feel like he had detention. I feel like his high school goes, uh, you know, they called his parents. Yes, uh, hi, this is, um, hello? Yes, uh, Preston has uh, not been behaving in school, so... Part of our new program, and it's really been working even better than Scared Straight, is we make them watch the Todd Glass show. <laughs> and uh, we send them to L.A., so what's one? I don't know who she was calling. I didn't really do both voices. I should do your dad. <laughs> yes, this is Mrs. Balipsky from Eastwood uh, Junior High. You like that I have you in junior high? <laughs> you're, not, you're not even in high school anymore. Obviously, you're graduated. All right, everybody, we'll be back with Norm. No, we're reporting. gonna start right now. Well, I'll tell you this. Okay, hold it's on. It's funny on. when you say that. When hold you... on. Okay, he's he's honing I... his hosting skills. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Johnny Carson used to say that. Hold on. <laughs> he sent spontaneity, and he panicked. <laughs> Norm, that's. 
so true. It's mean. Uh, <laughs> but you know what, Norm? I'm glad that you you smelled that because I'm not stupid enough to take. I can take a criticism. Like you're right. You're trying to learn. I well, you learn every week. Sure. But you're right. There was some. It just happened. I had in my head how I was going to start the show, but it went a different course. And instead of just going that way, it went whoa, 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 <laughs> to stop you so I could go. We're back, and here we go. <laughs> So anyway, what was the story? <laughs> How can I? Okay. You're never <laughs> because we're, we're past, so far past it. I can't. Remember. It's all right. But They're all fun stories. Everything's fun. I'm sure. glad you're here. Yeah, it's fun. We are gonna get. I got some shit. I'm gonna ask you. It's gonna make you crap in your pants. And we'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this with the with the Norm Macdonald. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking a break? <laughs> <laughs> what? You take breaks. The mics are off. Don't worry. <laughs> Wait, is this, I just, I just, is this King of the Road? That's I could sing this song. King of the Road. Yeah. It's in another language. Okay, fade that out. If you, if, are you really good at finding things quickly? Uh, get Roger Miller's King of the Road English version. I'm going to point out an incredible line in it. Oh, I, I like this. Uh, you know, I like taking songs that no one knows the meaning of them. And this first one, I'm always, I am i don't know. You guys might go, yeah, Todd, everybody knows that. But I didn't know the Pina Colada song, what that meant. Oh, Did yes, like yes. P- I just played that on something because uh, I got them to play the whole thing. On that stupid man cow, and he still didn't understand. I'm like, listen to this song. Can you exp- so for the pe- there? Hey, like, Todd, do you mean like you didn't understand the story? I didn't understand. No, that. well, most people you just hear the. Do you like pina colada? That's all. I heard. That they part. don't realize it's about adultery. Yeah, it's about a guy. But it's here's the strangest adultery <laughs> story ever. <laughs> but here's the here's the part with that song that I always realized. This is if it, if it did ever happen. So for the people that don't know, we have let me fill them in real yes. quick. So basically, it's saying do you, you know a guy takes an ad out. And for the people that know, they're like, Todd. First, he sees an ad in the he, paper. And, it, and it's because a, he, he goes, me and my old lady, things were getting kind of dull. It's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> call her his old lady. Yeah, that's the problem. You yeah. call her the old lady. No respect at all. Hey, me and my old lady, we're having problems. Yeah, because you're a fucking idiot. You want to take any responsibility for yeah. this at nah, all? No, it's my old lady. So as she lays sleeping, he scours the personal ads. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Scouring, yeah, Do, so, and then it's an ugly. So image. he, so go, go, explain the song, and then quickly. he finds the one, you know, and and the text of it is, uh, if you like pina coladas getting caught in the rain, if you like something else walking in the sand, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's enough. Romantic I Romantic things people like, then you're like me, you know. So he goes, ah, oh, this is the lady for me, you know, not this hag of a wife, <laughs> not my old lady. <laughs> Yeah, this is somebody that he really should be with. Yeah, as a yeah, soulmate. Yeah, sure. They should it's, meet. His soulmate. So he. Uh, so then he goes. Well, I'll put an ad in the paper. I don't know why he could have just phoned the number, but he put a, a compete an ad the next week that said, "Hey, I like pina colada." He answered her. Right. Yeah. I like walks in the rain. And then it, basically, it's what more it says romantic is, that way. We decided to meet on O'Malley's. We would meet, and yeah. then it says, "I saw her." And who was it? it it was my... It was my, my lovely wife. lady. Now she's a lovely lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got nervous, didn't he, when he fucking saw her? <laughs> now, it was my lovely lady, and she looked at me, and then their reaction is the funniest. They start laughing. Yes, that's... All what we just went through is worth that I wanted to talk about what you just said. Yes. Think about what happened that night. Like, if that really did happen... Well, basically, you could say it's a love story about two people that realize the person you're meant to be with, you're with. No, no, but, but he... But he also says, he goes, 
And and then I said, I didn't know you like pina coladas. How this fucking escaped? <laughs> How this escaped him for the fucking thirty years he's been with his old lady? Uh, he never took a vacation <laughs> near a bar in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. that. That explains that song. So did you find the other version that he was looking for? Okay, so it's uh, uh you can speed it. You can play it in about the middle. You know, trailer sale for. Uh, we could just play it. It, it, it comes up. Don't here. pay no union dues. I smoke old stogies. Don't pay I no union found. dues. What's more free than that? Short, but not too. It's true. Around. I'm a man of so, you know, it's about he lives on a train. He's king of the road. King of the road. Now, here, let's go. every every train. All their children, all of their names. He knows all of their children and all of their names in the town where he just showed up on a train. <laughs> That's not true, probably, right? <laughs> it's just like really he disturbing. Knows, like, I can understand he knows every engineer and where he can get a free meal, you know. And all of a sudden, every lady he knows every child's name <laughs> and where they live. <laughs> so the police would go. Were you in, uh, you know, <laughs> were you in town last week? Like, uh, well, a, a, body, a boy's body was found in a third boxcar four <laughs> miles down. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? He had to have, uh, he had to have been uh, leaving a lot of child corpses along the way. When he, knew, when he knew their name, the names and where they lived. He knew where they lived. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta share something with you. I watched a Byron Allen yes. comics unleashed last night. Oh yes, uh, he, you did that show, right? I did. I did found... he call you personally? No, I don't know why I did. I think I was with Jamie Masati and told me, "Hey, you want to go?" I just went to watch, and then they said, "Oh, you want two hundred and eight dollars?" So, uh, but I went on. For the, for, first of all, you, you've never seen comics more leashed in your life. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> the funny thing was, uh, he has no... Fuck, uh, Real quick, Andy Kindler says, I think the show should be called Comics on a Tight Choker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, Now back to Norm. So Byron uh, Allen, he doesn't do like... Uh, he just gets everybody's like uh, jokes and he hardly listens to them. Hmm. And then uh, he has no segues. So, <laughs> so uh, it was me, Wendy Liebman, Robert Schimmel, and somebody else. So Robert Schimmel gets the first question. It's like, so, oh, I understand you have cancer. It's all said the same. <laughs> it's all said in the same. Like he doesn't even know what he's saying. And so Schimmel goes, yeah, cancer. That The thing is, I was with my uh, ah, daughter-in-law at the time. And meanwhile... I heard you had cancer. Meanwhile, my ex-wife, <laughs> my ex-wife is on the... Yeah, I'm I'm and I'm fucking the the niece, you know, <laughs> and uh, my ex-wife comes home and all this shit, and then so he goes to me, he goes, uh, No, I understand you bought a doll. <laughs> <laughs> but the greatest thing he said was like three ice because they tape like twelve a day, and oh uh, and he makes a million dollars. But they had uh, uh, John Lovitz was the guest, and it was like the greatest segue I ever heard in my fucking entire life. Uh, Byron Allen turns to John Lovitz and he goes, "So John, I understand you're getting older." Right. <laughs> I saw him once. The greatest line I ever heard. I I, I heard understand him. Understand you're growing older. Yeah. <laughs> 
like, well, I am actually growing older. And well, then they tell their older joke. I saw him literally uh, ask somebody once, so what's your thing with Ferris wheels? <laughs> <laughs> now, come on. Can't you say, uh, what do you do with your kids in the yeah. summer? Well, we bring them. Take uh, it. Uh, half a se- what you're basically saying is we don't have a half a second to get there gracefully. Uh, right, right, so right. if we ask one question. Why, why does he have to say anything? Why do you just make a deal? Cut to me for five seconds, and then I point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. no. Well, here's the Next. least. Next. Here's, here's the least we figured out that he could set somebody up, uh, giving it less than he already does. Uh, so, Daniel, now you like to talk. <laughs> That's great. So, listen to this. The other night, now listen. Now, Daniel, I understand you like jokes. Say it, telling <laughs> I, jokes. I do. You know, it's funny because you have bits uh, about subject. You got bits and pieces. <laughs> I got bits and pieces. So, um, <laughs> so uh, no. What's the? What are we talking about? Talking about uh, Byron Allen. Byron Allen. So, oh, yeah, the other night on the show, he has a joke. Now, I'm willing to, like, I really want to like, I don't want to not be, you know, uh, like, you know, make fun of somebody for, uh, maybe their comedy's dated, because, you know, maybe you respect them, and it sort of became dated, you know Well, he was anything. 16, he went on the, he was the youngest guy ever going on the Tonight Show. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so there, you, you have a level of, you know what, that, that's, comedy was, de- you know, whatever. But then when they do a joke like this, you, it's hard not to tease him. He goes on and he makes a joke about it. He goes, yeah, I'm at the payphone. I'm like, oh my God, okay, you held yeah, on to yeah, the yeah. joke. There's still some payphones he could do the joke, right? So you think if you have a team of writers, not one of them talked him out of this joke. It made it onto right, the air. That means right. there's a, t- or they're not telling him the truth. Right. It's one or the other. Or they're shitty Okay, here's the, here's the joke oh, that the gets onto the show. So he goes, so he had to do his payphone joke. I get it. But then he doesn't even think to update what it cost. He goes, <laughs> she was going to send me a dime back in the mail. Dime? When did you record this? 1970? You're taking to come on. Someone on the staff goes has to be to say, hey, 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 make that joke like thirty four cents. You update yeah. it a little and get a laugh. Right, go, oh, right. you're right. I did. No, no, that made it onto the air. So uh, and then he goes. Uh, so the lady said she'll mail it to me. Oh, you know in the jokes you see them coming before oh, they yeah. deliver the punchlines. Yes. Man, there's something wrong. Yeah, sometimes when I'm you finishing to, it for you, you well, then to, maybe it's not that great of a thought if well, I can get to it yeah. before you. There's can. Probably something it's, wrong it's when you're watching premise, Byron Allen. It's bad in the premise when the guy when your first word is remember. <laughs> like uh, you know what I mean? You're like, remember that guy? <laughs> Eighteen years ago. Anyway, sometimes they make up something. They're doing a TV movie on him anyway. <laughs> and they do their eighteen-year-old joke. Oh right, right, right. Hey, today's the twentieth anniversary of. Uh, did you guys remember Lorena Bobbitt? Oh, I couldn't even get yeah. that out. No, you have to say the whole thing that happened with Lorena Bobbitt for people. Yeah, that don't yeah, remember. yeah. Well, what are you going to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, huh? Right? Hey, you want to hear something that's, uh, what, what, do you got a question? Hey, ask any question you want. You know the questions? Uh, I hope you don't mind I'm saying this, Norm. Yes. You know, sometimes you meet somebody, you have a question, but you're afraid it might be not the coolest question to ask. I know yeah. you got seven got, of those, I, Daniel. Yeah, can I go? Can I go? Sure. All right. I don't even know if it's all right, but I'm saying yes. What if the first one is, what's it like to be on TV? My favorite talk show <laughs> moment of all time. You probably have heard this a million times. The Conan O'Brien carrot top joke. Oh, yeah. That was one of the funniest things. Well, I feel one bad. Of my favorite I actually things. feel bad about that a lot I oh like, I, yeah. I don't, well, even, I I don't like, like to talk about well, it because it again like uh, well can I just uh, makes just fun of and since it wasn't my intention when I did it because it wasn't why I went it was I wasn't when it was when I was on panel and not 
other people were talking. I, I, to to me, I it's was, not because of the joke. It's because of the speed at which you came up uh, with the whole thing. I just admired how fast you did it, and it was. Just, uh, that's nice. It has nothing to do with the, with who the well, joke was about. No, I mean, no, 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 no. But, I, but obviously, like if you're not being interviewed and you're just the third person listening in, when you can come in at any point, you, oh, God, <laughs> you can that, be that, pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I still get into a little bit of a, a, a situation. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, but that, that, that's it. Like it wasn't because you uh, made fun of somebody. I just love like how how fast that was and just clever. And Daniel likes fast. He matter of fact, uh, next to you, his favorite person is a uh, uh, a, uh, a a rodeo. Uh, you know the, what's the guys? <laughs> What are the guys that bark? They go, oh, but here we have five feet, five feet. Auctioneer. An auctioneer. He likes auctioneer. He goes to watch. I I don't think Country auctioneers? Do you watch Storage Wars? Uh, No, I don't. Hold on. Can I talk about the auctioneers? I don't think they're doing anything I can't do. Oh, they are. Yeah. Uh, maybe the good ones. I've been to some of these fairs. Hey, we got over here. We got a dollar over here. We got a dollar. We got a dollar five. Hey, we got a here. Hey, we dollar and ten. Hey, we got a here. All you're doing is stuff? going. Hold on. They're going. Hey, yeah, that part didn't make any sense. And I understand when you clear up. So the shitty barkers. That's all they do. They go over here. We got a here. We need a hundred dollars. Happening here, but I have a high end, and I have to give me give me one fifty. Okay, but no, that's, that's horrible. A, that's but, horrible. But, but I've seen but guys that bad. But I'm saying, could, no, you haven't. I'm saying, could you get better? You th- you're saying and and master well, it not, easily. Last thing I want to do is annoy some listener that that's what they do. Oh, there is, yeah. There's no difference. <laughs> the last okay. thing, you, the last thing you want to do is annoy the four auctioneers <laughs> that could possibly have ever heard this show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> First of all, I am you. kidding. I don't think I don't vision that being my audience. A you guy with lose, a donkey. You could lose all the auctioneers that exist, and it wouldn't matter. You could <laughs> yeah. st- it's do as well or That's as poorly. True. You know what? Though I never even like to piss off an auctioneer. It's the way I run. Are there any like modern, Mark, modern day auctioneers? Isn't that a Mark Twain t- quote? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I forget. I'll never piss off an auctioneer <laughs> on a steamboat. I don't know. What about, like, I like Mark, Mark Twain was the funniest, but then you fucking hear, like, they go, Will Rogers, that guy was funny, and then he'll, he'll have a rope, a rope or something on YouTube. I've seen him on YouTube. And he says these things, they're all horrible. They're not funny at all. Like, he goes, I don't care much for politicians. I have more use for my dog. Like, I go, that's a joke? <laughs> that was literally a joke of it, like a very famous joke. I gotta be honest. I'm a little bit out there. I feel good though. <laughs> hey, by the way, <laughs> I gotta I gotta talk about this. What? I gotta talk about the things that people really care about. Yeah. What if I started changing the uh, the, the format the of the show more so like Tom Likas and people come on, but they go, no, Todd's show is not as women. I did you ever get strangely addicted we to that? We should when do it was like on? we should do an interview. Like you could probably be. Do you, who can you do? Like Tom Snyder? What broadcast interviewing broadcast? Nobody could you do. I can't do impersonations. Okay. You could yeah, no, hear the other person. Do, do the uh, well, who's no, the, you the, do impressions? What do you mean? Uh, I've seen uh, you do. Uh, what's his name? The older uh, Phil Donahue. Yeah, Phil no, no, Donahue. but that's, yeah, you do Donnie. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but you know what? I'm not being the guy who does Donahue. What and by the way, fuck. Listen. You're not, you you got to listen. <laughs> what does that mean? You. I am not going to be that guy that does Donahue. Trust me. I'm not going to be the guy that goes like, you know, hey, what if I'm the guy that's still doing the, no, hey, but, listen no, here, but chief. But if we're know. asking you, it's not like. Oh, sure. If you'd like to hear it, I certainly I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's all a big lie, Norm. I'm hoping you'd beg me. Uh, you oh, you mean for you no, as a favor? Thinking, oh, sure. Who am I to be greedy with my gestures? Because I would do this, like to get the kid viewers. Like you do Donahue, and I would answer as Nixon. You know, my I, I like doing Nixon. I know you do. Why? What's your? This happened last fascinating time, and, with and Nixon. it scared me to be honest. Fascinated with Nixon. I, was just, I, I need uh, your help here. Have you been? Have you always been? Yeah. I mean, like obviously not always. That would no, be weird. <laughs> but since I was, since he, you know, he resigned, I was. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. But uh, I got. I listen to everything. Uh, everything he ever said on tape. <coughs> Are you I can serious? do a very good impression. Are you serious? But I can do a very good impression of the older Nixon that nobody knows. You know, I can do that. I like any impersonations, as long as it's okay. not me doing them. <laughs> I'm very friendly. You want to hear my Nixon? <laughs> talking about the purpose you, of life. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you what. If, if you do Nixon, do you, would you mind if I put a little reverb in your uh, voice? I think it would no. really make it nice. <laughs> like it would make it like it was you were up on a podium. Yeah. Would you do that? I'll, you'll do Nixon if, if you let me play some reverb. All right, we're going to play the reverb no matter what. So. No, no, no. <laughs> the reverb it wouldn't uh, work with. Because it would. I don't do a speechifying Nixon. I do a Nixon talking to David Frost on uh, the interview. Okay. Oh, okay, then no echo. No. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Who am I to argue Hello. Yeah, this is Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my God! He calls in. Sometimes. I am so sorry Jerry to Seinfeld do this to you. In? He calls into the no, show. Katie, right. take the defibrillator off his voice. Okay. Hello. Katie, seriously, take the defibrillator off his voice. It's Don't. Off. If you tell me that's fucking broke. You, broken. I, this has happened before. This has happened. It's broken. I like. He knows where we're going. <laughs> I thought you guys got the new system. I get you, I, I smell a bit early. Hello. <laughs> this is Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I just called to say I listen to the show and I'm a big fan. Oh my God, Katie! It sounds like we're f- take that off, people. It doesn't. Say- no, it's okay. Is that uh, I just wanted to say that uh, I'm a huge Norm Macdonald fan. Any, has anyone else worked at this? If this is it. you can't get that off of there. Why would she? Me and Norm used to go out all is the there time. Anyone and else? Get pussy all over Whoa. New York. Is there anyone? Uh, Jerry, that's not appropriate. Jerry. Come on. Well, what are you going to do? Edit it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. He's a fun guy. We follow you on Twitter, Jerry. Thank you. Well, anyway, I got to go. Because if it was him, he wouldn't spend that much longer. Oh, yeah. So thanks a lot, Buck. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. You're listening to the Norm McDonald Show. <laughs> Did you get him to do a... Two, uh, three, four. What do you call him? <laughs> what? Like when, uh, one, uh, what do they call them in the uh, when the, you know when you go to the radio and they go like, oh, say how, say you're listening. I'm Todd Glass. You're listening to big long numbers uh, and letters. You have to memorize. I always and get they nervous. They laugh at you. you. Go what? What w one o six o seven point six three sticks on ham radio? Huh? I <laughs> they go. Ah, I said point six. I start <laughs> just yeah. Well, it's not funny that I just heard this. Yeah. I'm just getting this. Yeah, just say this, and then they always say this. They go, uh, all right, say just uh, you know. Hi, I'm Todd Glass. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to the uh, you know the big bing and the bing yeah. bang. And, and they you, go, don't go off script. If you have crazy funny shit to say, just say it. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. If you want to uh, just improvise comedy. Yeah, don't do anything off that sheet. Exactly what's on that sheet. That's all we but need to do. But have fun with it, though. Yeah, have fun with it. Well, guess what? One day I'm going to go, I can't have fun with it. Yeah, I hate that. You have fun with I it. You have fun with it, you fucker. What if you had time to just flip out one day? They go, when yeah. they go, have fun with it. And you went, no disrespect. But like, what do you mean by that? I can't have fun with it. It yeah. sucks. You have fun with it. Right. Shove it up your ass. Yeah, like I know do, I'm making sense. Like when you do they always, a lot of times they say have fun with nothing, and they want you to blossom. You, I don't know what to have fun. It's about... 
It's about soap. What can I say about it? I don't know. Not that I've been on commercials. I'm making this sort of anger up right now because I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I went once to a commercial. You've been to commercial auditions. It's not fake anger. That's it. That's right. I went once to a commercial and it was the the script said, uh, hey, uh, Phil, I see you got a Buick. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the line, you know. So all night I'm up like fucking nervous and I'm reading in the mirror like I'm like, hi, Phil. I'm trying to like uh, fucking say uh, some words louder than other words in the script. I'm like, uh, hey, Phil, I said you got a Buick, you know. <laughs> so uh, then uh, I go there. That's First of so... all, my manager used to lie. He'd go like, these guys are big fans of your comedy. They want to meet you. Right, you know? right, right. They're big fans. <laughs> and then I'd show up. There's 4,000 people there. I'm like, they're huge fans. He just lied to me, thinking like, thinking I wouldn't make it worse when I showed up and they weren't big fans. But anyways, I went in and the guy, so I said, hey, uh, He's got one camera on me. I go, hey, Phil, I see you got that Buick. And then the guy the guy goes, great. Like, it's great. Like, <laughs> like how could that be great? So I go, oh, thanks, man. He goes, uh, but this time, he goes, do it again and just go off the script. You fu-. He goes, forget the script. Like, there's a script. There's fucking four words. I go, okay, I, I'll ignore the script. He goes, yeah, just go crazy. And whatever you want to do, and you're just alone. How crazy can you go? Yeah, so I said, so, but I just agreed because I was paralyzed. I'm like, yes, okay. Because they think you're orc. Mork for Mork, just because you're a comedian. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, right, right. so then I freaked out. I panicked, and I just said the same words, like real nervous, just to get out. I said, "Hey, I see I got a new Buick, Frank." <laughs> and then the guy's like, "Huh? I guess it was good." Bye. And then my buddy, he was a commie too, and I said, "What'd you do?" And he goes, "I fucked the floor." I go, "Well, you probably did the right thing," because <laughs> that's what they were looking for, you know, something like. That. If I had anything, I used to eavesdrop in auditions and walk out on half of them. If I heard the person in the room before me doing anything different than what I thought, now I didn't realize maybe what I was going to do is right. I just figured if they're doing it, it's probably right. right. So someone would be screaming, and I go, "Oh my god, I didn't know they used an Italian accent and scream." And I would leave because I was, I wasn't. I left for all I know, the they're time. in there rolling their eyes yeah. at this person, and <laughs> I'm, sh- and I'm leaving the audition because this person. I left one time because uh, there was for a bad guy and shit, and I was reading it, and then I get there. And I'm outside, and the guy comes in. He was in right before me. It's Powers Booth. <laughs> oh, where's that at? The powerful actor Powers Booth. You know, he played uh, Jim Jones and uh, who is Powers that? Booth? No. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come you on. put it up on the computer for him, yeah. Powers Booth? We can see him over there, right? He's in Tombstone. He's in everything. I'll probably, if I saw him, I would know him. Well, maybe you'll be seeing a picture soon by uh, this computer. Well, he's good. He's quick. That's why he has over sixty listeners on his. Uh, uh, I, I mean, on his iTunes, he has sixty uh, tweeters. Sixty followers on Twitter. Sixty followers. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm so exhausted. <laughs> How about when they go? Thank um, you for helping me, everybody. That was so nice. The way you all jumped in. Very, very nurturing. Booth. That's. A, is he black? No, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. How could none of? <laughs> Not on this show. We don't talk like that. How could none I of you know? Who veteran, that was. veteran actor Powers Booth, very famous. Oh my God! Yeah, of Everyone course. Knows Powers him. Booth. Tombstone. Right there. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know of course. him. He looks familiar. Deadwood. Well, that's not a good picture. Do another. Oh, Jesus. That sucks, that picture. You know, he you know was what's in nice the, about you? He was in Deadwood. You're nice yeah, about the he, picture. He was the pimp in Deadwood, wasn't he? Hmm? Oh, yes, he was. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is great. I know. Well, I'm waiting. It's a slow. Oh, there you go. There. Yeah. Oh, sure, I know him. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He know. goes to my gym. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, you, oh Jesus! Um, hey, okay. listen. 
By the way, at my gym, they uh, asked me if I wanted a pickle, and I said no. And they, after I said no, they go, it's free. Now, I couldn't help but overthinking this, of course, because it's like, who would even admit that it was because of the price? Like, you'd be, even if it was, you'd be afraid to go, oh, yes, then, yes. Because it was a twi- I, I, I wanted a pickle, yeah. but I didn't want to spend Who's the quarter. Who's a pickle uh, at gym? At the lunch place. Okay, uh-huh. you want to know the truth? Okay, so yeah, I, I, I know the Listen truth. I'm not letting you get away with this. Here's what Daniel knows. I'm trying to take an old joke oh, and you use did. it. You repurposed the joke yes. from your act? You yes. raped well, because I haven't you, done it. You raped your own act and then refigurated it into a true story from your past? Okay, listen. Listen, I'm being honest now. You're not going to make me feel bad about it. <laughs> Why? Right. Okay, let me tell you I've what happened. About five years ago... <laughs> I, I, was this. I, I was at Einstein's. Out. Here's why I'm not embarrassed about it. Because people, you don't want to seem like you're Oh, lying. was this sidetrack? Was this on the list of things to talk about? Yes. And you just chose to bring it up as a, as a thing that happened? Yeah, I just decided. Oh, okay. I just didn't know what you were doing. Well, let the, audience in on, let the audience in on this. Okay. The part that I don't think they're... Fr- so anyway, so I took the old bit, you know. It was a bit that happened five years ago at the Einstein's. In a, and even though I thought about the pickle, what made me be paranoid was my gym probably wouldn't have a pickle. <laughs> and at that, right. oh, what gym you go? They give out pickles. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Why you got to be so observant? So anyway, because it wasn't an Einstein's, and they said, oh, free pickle. So the, but the truth, their story's true. I mean, it's just, yeah. but I think it would be funny that, uh, you know, like you would be on a date, and they would be like, would you like a pickle? No, she's okay. <laughs> oh, oh no, they're free, sir. Oh, have a pickle. Do you want a pickle, honey? Uh, I wouldn't. St- I wouldn't prevent you from getting a free pickle. I don't. It's uh, <laughs> a great. Joke. Just I'm not going to pay for it. Uh, hey, I'm looking at the bill. Uh, I don't want to make trouble, but uh, <laughs> you, the uh, pickles weren't on the bill, right? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't priced separately on the menu. I always feel like when I go down to that deli and they give you the clump of stuff on the, the pickles or whatever they throw down there, I always feel like if I eat them all and then I get more, I'm getting one over on them. You know, I'm getting yeah. a second bowl of pickles. Those well, for pickles. a $14 sandwich, I like to, you know. The other day I was at my gym and I had to use the payphone. So <laughs> I, <laughs> Oh, so what happened? <laughs> what happened? No, it's a, that's, I don't have. I oh, listen, my CB. That. Byron Allen. No one told him. Poor Byron Allen. You know, can I? Here's how Poor I Byron Allen. <laughs> well, no, he's doing very well. Yeah. This is the greatest thing about Byron Allen. He has a he TV looks good. show called The Entertainers where it's the greatest people ever from the history of show business. You know, it's like tonight on the show. All he does is he goes. Oh, yeah. He goes. To, he it's just, unbelievable. He just goes to places that are junkets, you know, where big stars are. I didn't their know movies. that. But you don't know it. He doesn't present it like that. It's smart. So yeah. he's like, tonight on the show. Brad Pitt, Clint Eastwood, <laughs> yeah, and you, Will Smith, David Spade, and you're in your hotel. You're going, how did he get? Yeah, how did like, they get the this, this show? And then he interviews them. So it's always in front of a poster of a movie that was gone a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, he's talking to the guy, and he, oh, but he opens with this. You know, he goes, uh, he goes, I, we're here with Harrison Ford, man. Last time I talked to you. We were talking about working out, and then Harrison Ford goes, "What? <laughs> like I better not, I, I better not say I don't remember this black guy." So, so, so he's like, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, I remember, I remember." Oh, that's 
that's a trick Byron was doing because then it makes him look like he has a rapport with the person. Last time I talked to you, you were building your house. And also, because these guys are talking to local newspaper reporters, they're thrilled to have Byron Allen at this point interviewing him. You know, he's going to be the best interviewer by far. Let's put it this way. I like to have a positive vibe out there. And the truth is, who knows if I might bump into Byron Allen? Who knows of the odds he could be listening right now? If he is listening, I want to leave him and say something nice. He looks great. (laughs) Not joking around. That guy, I mean, he is ageless. Now, I know you might think, Todd, you just insulted him. He doesn't. People like their looks enough where he'd probably think. Does he really think I look that good? Yeah. So what if he doesn't like That's my show? Question. Who cares? That's a good question. How old is he? I think he's probably at least seventy-eight. He was. He was because uh, he, he was so young when he was. That's incredible. Now that shit, he was sixteen or some fuck. That really fuck was incredible. Thing. I love yeah. that show. The Tonight Fred show? Willard. Yes. yes. Well, I've always liked Fred Willard. Yeah, we love Fred Willard. Listen, did you ever do the Tonight Show with um, Johnny? You did. No. Just- no. I was there for, I moved to Los Angeles with him for, with, uh, he had six months to go. And I kept telling Macaulay, I go, just let me be the last uh, new comic on a show, you know? Mm-hmm. It'd be cool, because I was good. And then, uh, and then he was like, I don't know. He goes, you're more of a Leno comic. I go, what the fuck? <laughs> like, there's such a real term, guy just makes it up. <laughs> so I'm like, you mean, because he doesn't Who my, said this? Macaulay. So I go, you mean, I, you want me to do Monday Night with Jay when fucking Carson's going to leave in six months? He's like, yeah, he's the future. I go, I know, I realize that. <laughs> but I go, I want to fucking be on with Carson. Like, why, you know? I know Carson's. I know if I do Carson, I'm not going to get to do Carson again since he's retiring in six months. This is what retard Macaulay thought. <laughs> you want to get on the ground floor or something? I'm like, no, I want to. But anyway. No, that says a lot. That's crazy. It's yeah. like, no. But I, I love guys. It. Yeah, you're a Leno comic. You're like, fuck, oh, what the fuck? I'll tell you Put what I am. I just like funny. Does, that Does one deliver it more? Shh. Well, they all pretend to know what the fucking... That's the motherfucker. Like, you go... Hey, I, watch I, your language. You go, I'd like to see uh, Letterman if he thinks I'm funny or anybody, you know? I don't want to hear what some guy thinks Letterman's going to think. Yeah, they decide. It's funny when everybody... Well, like hey, I'm, look, I'm not saying anything. I'm not joining in. The views of Norm McDonald are completely norms. Todd doesn't agree at all. If you're serious. an agent, booker, a promoter, party planner, uh, someone that might hire me at a backyard party, <laughs> I am not going to Or Jay Leno. <laughs> hey, can I uh, ask Norm a question? What kind of comment is that? He'll call us. Um, Todd, this is for you, too. Yeah. Was there a point where, like, you? Uh, maybe, maybe you, you know... You people started recognizing me at the mall? Yes. I feel... <laughs> I'm the guy who misunderstands the question. I feel like lately it's like really getting. I don't know if it's because the Daniel Tosh show, but it's like getting TMZ really getting on you. It's getting fun. You've been on TMZ lately. I love it. I love it. There, they I wait for it. Todd outside his gym now. Let me. All right. The truth is, I've been tipping them off. RLP <laughs> took me uh, eighteen letters to get them to get, get me once. Letters. Letters. I write letters. Anyway, I'm add that out seriously. I don't want people to think I write letters. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Hey, want to hear? Um, well, Norm. Well, you, well, let me ask you a question. Oh, I you know remember like Hold from on. starting out. I got silly was, because I was making the joke like what he was saying about when they all think they can book for the booker. That's how it all started. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's always it's always frustrating. But what, what's what's the they way around they that? The they, they, well, they, they do like but like, like if, one time I did an impression of Letterman, right? And then I had to be on Letterman like three weeks later. So when I was on, I was like, oh, fuck, how am I going to deal with this when he brings it up? Like that I did an impression of him, you know. And then the, these fucking uh, guys that are so close to Letterman, they're like, well, he, he never saw it. He's not going to fucking talk about it. That's not fucking Dave. Dave's 
There's no way Dave's going to bring it up. Dave just doesn't fucking do that. He hasn't seen it. And I go, well, he phoned me, you know, and shit. And he's, he's like, yeah, but he, he, we know Dave, you know. So I go, stupidly, I don't prepare anything. So then right at the end of the interview, he goes, so let's hear it. You know, I'm like, oh, fuck, shit. These motherfuckers didn't know Dave at all. Why would I think they would know Dave? Yeah. <laughs> like, why wouldn't I just fucking have something prepared? So I have to do the impression, like, fucking just searching my brain for the right thing to say, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they not, have... Not prepared. I could have been did it right. They imagine what he would uh, do as opposed to really know what he yeah, would do. They yeah. think, oh, well, he would... But I should have gone with my own fucking idea because I would go, what else would he do? Well, I tell you that all the time. You don't listen to me. What the... Do you feel like you know Dave now? I mean, he, he loves uh, you, right? I don't know him at all. I've I never met him. He, like, he's invited me to dinners, but I never went. How Man. come? Scared. Yeah, I get that. Gets, we were talking about it. Earlier, like, I got invited by Carson for a, a private lunch with Carson. Tell me you didn't go. Didn't go. <laughs> because you know I, I used to do like a pressure of Larry King doing news and views from, uh, you know, he used to do news and views, those little bulletin points in USA Today where he'd go like, if you see one movie, make it Mickey Blue Eyes, you know? <laughs> so I, I did it like on, on SNL, you know, we did it with like, I just do crazy one-liners like, you know, uh, Yellow is a great color, but for my money, it's always going to be blue. Or whatever. <laughs> Just retarded stuff. But anyways, it turned out Carson always when Carson would get USA Today and he'd get he'd go right to Larry King. This was before I did the impression, and he just phone his buddies up and he go, "Hey, listen, to this retarded one." He said like, "For my money, you know, Ted Williams was a one, you know," and he'd talk. He'd say it to his friends, Carson, which was funny, you know, like phoning, and it's so funny that he even he would do that, you know. So anyways, then he wanted to have lunch with me. So I didn't, like a retard. What do you do? How do you make up an excuse that doesn't make them feel like you're blowing them off? Well, he knows I'm not blowing off Johnny Carson. It's not like Johnny Carson. No, they might think that. Me. Like, if I was that big and I invited someone to lunch and they didn't go, I have to admit, here's what I would think. I'd think, oh, really? Like, you know. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm David Letterman. I'm that big, but my name's Todd Glass. I know this seems cocky, maybe. But, I uh, think hold that, on, hold on, hold I, on. I, I don't think so if, if I invited someone to my house, they was on the show, a comedian, a young comedian, uh, I invite them to the house. I'm trying. I'm being. I'm really trying to think. And then I'm that big. I have to keep thinking. I'm that big. And then they don't show. I might sarcastically, you know, some other friends. I go really, really. Bing well, bang does it. You I, know, I Bing bang doesn't show up. What's him. he doing? I didn't, so like not show up. I didn't have like a. Oh, right, it uh, seems uh, like I'm making. I didn't Ooh. have a lunch no, date. No, 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 no. I get it. Like, I think if Johnny called him personally and said, do you want to go to... Yeah, like, yeah. You'd, no. you'd go. Of course. But yeah. I think I think he was like in no. passing, hey, Norm. No, I got my the, my management phone. He said, Johnny you. Carson you, wants to I'm have lunch you. with you. And I thought I was all thrilled. And I was like, holy fuck. What am I going to... Like, I'll be all alone with him talking. And I, I won't have any stories. I can't go like... Uh, anyways, one time, Chris uh, Catan... <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't see the cue card. I have no stories at all to tell Johnny Carson, you know? So uh, I go, fuck, this is going to be hard, like two hours just with Johnny Carson, like trying to interview him properly or whatever. And then I thought if I brought a buddy, it would be fun, like, but he can't, you know, I can't just bring a buddy. If if I could if I could share it with somebody, but otherwise it would be very hard work. And by, and by the way, but uh, I regret not going. I should have gone. But also, as as you're sitting there, I'm thinking my purpose of saying that wasn't I wasn't I wasn't like it wasn't thing I wouldn't do the same thing. Like I could totally see being so nervous that like if if there's a third person, that makes it a tremendous amount easier. That oh, third person, especially is a if wonder. it's a mutual. If you went with your buddy, you'd go see anybody. Yeah. 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 
So, but I was just, but I for a second thinking what uh, you know. It's here's the reason that, I think that he's not calling. Um, but it's odd. It's odd to hear you say that you he's don't dead, feel like you know Dave at all because like every time you're on the show, it seems like he's he's like so excited to see you and you guys have such great chemistry together. I uh, I could have sworn you guys were like hanging out. No, I don't know David. I don't know David Letterman. I like to see when uh, when you could tell, and I think it usually, and then we'll move on to something else because I always say it's nice to get compliments, but if someone's, it makes you in an awkward to sit there and just receive them. But you can just put up with it for another second. But it's fun to see your friends when they're on a show like that where you can tell Dave like appreciates that they mm-hmm. bring their their game, and that's fun. I see it with Spade a lot too. I feel like they both know. Like and same thing well, with I you. Think, I feel uh, like they, you came prepared it, yeah. to fucking. Well, it's fun because they have to fucking talk to all these actresses and all the time and shit like right. that. So like you know, that's a joy for them to hear somebody being funny right. and shit, and, mm-hmm. and not the, and then not having to do all the fucking work of uh, you know dragging a story out of uh, out of uh, you know. Uh, the girl from from third in from the new the, show that got canceled from, from, the, the, uh, from the badge. I'm not trying. I'm trying to pick, pick yeah, a show that doesn't yeah. exist because I know, I know. every show. Exists. I don't want to hit one person. Two two women and a duck. <laughs> Where's a uh, cowbell when I need one? <laughs> oh my god! I love all this. Uh, I love. Um, I love these. I love any uh, stories when it has to do with like. Well, the story that you have with our. Roker, uh, is it with the? Uh, why? I always try to retell it to my friends, and I think I always I can't do it right. Story. No, no, yes, you do with the, uh, with the. Um, uh, oh yeah, John Fogerty. <laughs> who oh, was that's that? Not who? Al Roker. Oh, who was that about? Uh, not Al Roker. Oh my god, Al Roker. Al Roker. <laughs> I was like, I, I would know. I think I would know if I had an Al Roker. I know story. it was. It was who was it? You Hausler? No, I wasn't him. <laughs> no, it was. It was who was it? Come on, it was not that big was of a Bob deal. Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. My show sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going off the air. Uh, did we oh find God, out this how This is we're... so embarrassing. Oh, my God. This is... Oh, my God. Norm's staring at me like he feels bad for me. I could just see him. He's like, poor Todd. This is all he's got. And Daniel, shut the fuck up. Oh my god, are you fucking shitting me? Todd, you know we can hear you. Hello? No, seriously, what's up? No, this is fun. That's the way the guy gets out. <laughs> He's so like, oh my god, he realizes that his thoughts were going out. Oh my god, look at us, we're having fun. I have no idea what time it is. What time is it? How long have we been going? 7.39. Oh, we did... 40 minutes. Oh, that's great. No. Yeah. Shh, don't argue. When do you take your break? There's no breaks in this business. You tell me you took a break. I don't take breaks. I heard you took breaks. Last time I took a break. Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> no, what, what? I changed my mind. I'm addicted to it. You want to hear this? Uh, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why are you laughing? You look like you're wearing a bow tie. <laughs> this okay. I don't, I don't know what to do. You want me to do my impression of Nixon talking about <laughs> rich people? Oh, that's yeah. what I was waiting for. You weren't doing the impersonation. I was going to do the impression. Wait, what of, happened? I then? was going to do the impression of Richard Nixon talking well, about. I think about that's what you were going to do. To be honest, I think yeah. it was uh, the the guy with the story. When, 
Creek's Clearwater. But I want to hear Nixon. Can we hear Nixon? Yes. Moving on. Edit this out. No, Nixon said this and that. Because it was very interesting because I watched all, I know everything about Nixon. So I listened to all, I knew all the tapes, the Frost Nixon tapes. I listened to all of them. You can't even get them anymore. But in the movie, it's all wrong. Like Nixon crushed him in the actual life. And in the movie, like it looked like. Like he beat Nixon, Frost, you know, but he didn't at all. Like it was Nixon's like greatest. That would moments. be a Do you know not, about not, this? not a very compelling Hollywood story. No, that would. What's be your a fascination good story. with Nixon? Like so, just- Nixon in the tapes, like he. I mean, in the in the in the Frost Nixon debates, Nixon's the most fascinating because he's he's really like uh, persuasive, you know. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the meaning of life, you know. He talks about a lot of things. Richard Nixon. Yeah. Do you what? want to hear Nixon on the meaning of life? Yes. Because well, young- I see, I see a lot of, a lot of people say, um, "Well, uh, you know who would be happy is a, a fellow that got to golf all the time, and uh, he didn't have to work anymore." But the sad, the un- most unhappy people I've ever met live in the south of France, Palm Springs, <laughs> Palm Beach, and uh, they uh, golf too much. And they drink too much and they think too little. And uh, they don't know that life is in the struggle, whether you win or lose. So it's the people in the watering holes. And I know there are people that are saying, well, I don't believe that. I think if I had a car, by God. You talk like me a little. <laughs> so that's his purpose of life, struggle. Now, uh, this this might sound like a Stupid question, maybe. But how? Where did you get that from? Like, where does the average? Where do you? Where's that? Where are those? I have from? all the. I have all. I collected all the tapes of. Uh, I've collected all the tapes of Nixon and all the tapes of Manson. I well, when did he say this stuff? Like most presidents tapes. don't. He said get this, so eloquent. Like where? He when said was, this. He said this on the Frost Nixon uh, tapes that in the movie was depicted as Nixon like crushing, but actually Nixon was just setting out all these, you know, it was his greatest moment. Like, he just made himself completely human. And Also, what's funny about Nixon is when he does the things about the Watergate, because Watergate was so ludicrous, the things they did, it was, mm-hmm. they were so fucking ridiculous, that Nixon just says them sarcastically, because <laughs> they're so retarded. So, like, they'll go, like, like Frost will go, like, uh, now when Ehrlichman talks about the... The uh, the wearing of the wigs and so forth and the disguises and the, the changes in voice with the machines. And then Nixon goes, well, if you're talking about they're saying that there's uh, listening devices, or in this case, I suppose it would be more hearing devices. <laughs> or if you're talking about wigs. <laughs> How do you say wigs as if it was the most retarded thing ever? Or wigs. But meanwhile, you knew the wigs were true, you know. And that's what's funny about Nixon. <laughs> Nixon and Manson are both funny because he makes the 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 person interviewing them look like an idiot. Right. Like Manson's like, okay. One time I heard Manson go. The woman said, like, why did uh, your response? Because I never killed nobody, man. He goes, yeah, but you sent your girls to go kill them. And he goes, let me tell you something, man. Why don't you fly to New York? <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, what? He goes, just tell him Charlie told you, man. When you get to New York, don't pay her nothing. Break the law. And then when you get there, say Charlie said it was all right. <laughs> Very funny. Oh, oh, that my is God. funny. He's a smart guy, right? <laughs> well, well, you have to be. I don't 
know if he's smart. Diabolical. I don't know if he's smart. He, see, he also said, uh, my mother's Eisenhower and my father's an icebox. That's not that smart. Say <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You don't just take the, uh, you know, the other ones. Um, what about Nixon? He was smart, right? Well, Nixon was really smart, yeah. But the funny thing about Nixon that fascinates me so much is that he was very transparent. People say he was a political expert, but the fact is he was the opposite. Obama's a political expert, or Reagan. People that can hide their feelings completely, mm-hmm. you know, and appear. Nixon, you could fucking tell everything he was saying. You could tell when he was lying, and, you know, he was nervous and shifty. Nixon would hilarious. never get elected now. No, I don't know how he ever no. got elected. Yeah, that's true. Also. Who, who was right before him? LBJ? I have no idea. LBJ. I get lost after uh, how many presidents? That's how he got elected, just how Bush got elected, because, you know, everything was so bad. Yeah, he was around for a long time, Nixon. He was the vice president for two terms before uh, Kennedy. Hello, this is Robert Kennedy. I'm calling on the show. Oh, that's it. We have Robert Kennedy. No, 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 let me get a little better. Hold on. Robert F. Kennedy. Listen here. This country that we live in, a lot of great people have done some amazing things. That's wow, good. that is amazing. But That's we need, good. listen up. This is the way I always talk, even when I talk to my wife on the phone at night. I say, listen, honey, I will be home, and we will have fun when I get home, but while I'm gone, I cannot be... Wait, is this another repurposing That's of your act? pretty good. You, did, did is this repurposing yeah, no, 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 no. did the uh, Is this when you did the game show host <laughs> at home, making love? All right, everybody, let's put our money down on the floor. We're going to have some fun That now. was pretty good. How did you do? But tell us seriously that bit, because I remember you doing this. What bit? That early bit you did about the game show host, but he's at home with the wife. Oh, God, that was when I would play the uh, dating game music. I would go, no, I forget. <laughs> I was saying I... something really hacky. I didn't think you'd do Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Turns out I he just, has I one. just cackled. Hey, for the people, I know this seems uh, stupid, but for you... People, what if someone doesn't realize what you just no, did? No, like no. he brings up the. Ch- I know I'm telling people like they might go, well, yeah, that's how we know it. That's why we're laughing. <laughs> but in case you didn't, he brings up the most cheesy subject. It's a trick amongst comedians. Except I thought I really had a bit like that. Uh, so you make up some horrible premise, and then I literally go, oh yeah, I remember that bit. And that's, <laughs> that's where we're at right now. Okay, that is. We You're like, no, no, I didn't do it. What was it? Maybe I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> I try to get out of it. Maybe I didn't hear what you said. Maybe I didn't hear what you said. All right, I'm having this is fun. This my favorite thing. On I don't the road. like to be more. This having... is my favorite thing on the road for pandering. You go like, uh, you go like, hey man, where are you guys again? They're like, we're in East uh, Rutherford or something. Oh, and you go, okay. Uh, so uh, who should I make fun of? And they go, you should make fun of those fuckers from West Rutherford. <laughs> and then you go, all right. So then you go up and you go, hey man, this is fucking nice. Last night I was playing in West Rutherford. They're like, boo. They're like these fucking retards. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> And, and then they, I'm like, wait a second, you're from, you, you people should be closer than anyone on earth. <laughs> like, why, why is your enemy West Rutherford? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like one, one yeah, town yeah, over. You really? Gotta, you got to be very, very similar. <laughs> That's great. But I could yeah, and, and love comedians that really love to work all those tricks too. Like they, yeah. they don't do one after another. We counted a comedian one night. Forget Remember about. Remember, you told me the, the funniest thing was you going. Because comics, when they go to town, like they'll find out at the gay bar in town, then they'll go, like, "Hey, I was just at the mine. They're pretty, pretty friendly over there at the mine shaft. I had dinner, and uh, these fellows, remember? No, that was a bit we used to do. I know, I- but remember, you used to go to clubs and go, like, you know, you'd you'd tell the owner that you were doing that joke. Remember? 
No, no. I remember this bit being where we worked. I worked at the Improv. And we had yeah, a comedian exactly. that came in, and he goes, he goes, which this is true. Yeah. He goes, hey, what's the name of a gay bar? I want to use it in my act. Right. So we're like, you know, so many years ago, I think yeah. they told him what one was, and then the joke was that he never did it in his act. So, but but he would go like, here's when he got caught. So he's on he's uh, on stage, and he goes, um, uh, oh, when he asked for it, they go, oh, you want a gay bar? We'll probably go to the uh, well, give me a, give me a mine shaft. Go to the mine shaft. He goes, oh, okay, cool. They have valet parking? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah right. They're like, well, why would he get... Yeah, why food would he? yeah, yeah. So he's like, joke. he's like, no, 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 no. It's for my act. It's That's like I do this act. thing and I do a bit and then he gets caught again. He goes, no, 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 no. It's just for the act. I make a joke. They're open late? They're open late? Yeah. But that it's real late, shit, late right? It out yeah. It's not where it's fucking just, you know... It's like assholes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you see him? No, for the joke. No, for the, for the and joke. then the one night the owner watches. The joke's about whether yeah. it's a real thing or yeah. not. Yeah. And then one night the owner decides, you know, I never see him do a joke about it. I'm going to stick around tonight and see when this joke comes. He watches the whole set, no joke at all. And then he goes, hey, uh, I don't, in my scenario, why this would mm-hmm. you'd have to be really intense. I noticed you didn't uh, make any joke with your gay place you wanted to go. Hmm. Wonder if you're going there. Hmm. What if you're uh, like, uh, well, hey, uh, later, man, I do this rape joke. Is there a, is there a street corner? Like, uh, is there an area known for rapists? <laughs> like a lot of unsolved rapes happen? A lot of unsolved raper, rapers get away? <laughs> you have a joke fuck? about unsolved rape? And then you don't do the joke. And <laughs> the guy's like, fuck, you didn't do the joke at all. <laughs> Shut the... Oh Norm, I'm so I have faith um, in you because I thought I was so out there. Like, and then you brought, and then he was able to take it a little further. I thought I was being. Uh, you guys all left me hanging. No, I was enjoying it too much. Oh, you were. Was oh, that your problem? <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is that your problem? Mm-hmm. Hello, this is uh, John Kennedy. John Attention. Kennedy. Which Kennedy's alive? John Kennedy. Whose Kennedy's alive? Yeah, which uh, none. None are alive. Okay, this is a distant cousin. With the same voice. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, oh I wanted God. to Wait, do. Are there any male Kennedys? Well, there's all those young kids, you know, Junior, Robert, all these Junior guys. I don't know what they're That's doing. That's like though. Robert, the grand, uh, grand, uh, grandkids? Oh, we sound like a bunch of morons. Yeah, we do. We did sound stupid. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> well, it did sound stupid. I also thought it'd be funny to do a, 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 a. You ever do, like when people do uh, talk about movies, you know, if they have a movie uh, show where two critics are talking about it. I've had arguments with guys, neither of us have seen the movie. We go, uh, fuck, I heard fucking uh, uh, <laughs> J. Edgar was no good. Like, fuck. <laughs> DiCaprio, really? I heard fuck. I heard Scorsese was uh, like made it watchable. I want to see it. You know, that's not what I heard. I heard. And then, and then, if you did, you see it? No, no. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> you don't see it. Yeah. So but you have your opinions. Well, yeah, yeah. It's so funny because you realize, oh, really? That's uh, now that's funny because my friend said they saw that coming completely. Oh, in your act? No, no, no. That you continue on. You go. Oh, you I did? heard the ending sucked. <laughs> that you could see it coming. Really? My friend said you couldn't see it coming at all. Uh, hello? What was, what was Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, it's well, not I, I, I couldn't follow it, so I thought I'd yell at you. Listening is not necessary for your job, Todd. I don't know who you've been getting advice from in radio, but listening is highly overrated. It's the only important thing you can do. Hey, Blue, I just want to listen to Norm talk about whatever. Okay, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break and then figure out how we're going to wrap things up. Okay, cool. Uh, play some fun stuff. <laughs> if you like 
Um, thank you. I mean, uh, do you have any uh, questions you want to ask me? <laughs> no, seriously, Norm. Is there something you want to ask me? Because a lot of times people get shy. You know, we're with our peers, we don't really... There's, maybe there's something, a piece of advice you want from me. I'll give it. What do you mm-hmm. want to know? What's the most... What do you respect about me the most? And I'll take it. I'll shut up and You listen. want me to ask you advice? Why do you need to tell me? I'll ask you advice. I'll, no. I'll ask you advice. I just want you to really... Um, why am I so good? Um, <laughs> right, come on. Isn't anybody going to stop me? I think you... Uh, I mean, I didn't mean for you, you to really I think you to. look at, at comedy a lot. You watch comedy a lot. There you and go. I think you're a kind person. So those two, uh, those two together uh, make you very funny. I know you're going to think I'm just saying this, everybody. But when he's right, he's right. No, seriously. No, I don't usually agree with the thing he says. I'm really, you know, normally I'm like, shut the fuck up, Norm. But in this point, in this, in this case, I think he's right. Chris, you're doing a great job. And I've had my second McFlurry. Hey, um, want to hear somebody? Oh, this is how old. You want to hear something? Uh, this, uh, this guy sings Amazing Grace, and he's like a crack addict. It's not funny there's a crack addict. It's not. That's not the part I'm laughing at. But I swear to you, you have to picture this in your head. I think can we see it? Oh, we can see it. But I have to explain it for the people. He's in a church, and he's whatever. He's not on crack. He's heavily influenced. He's not. This is not a joke. And he's trying to sing "Amazing Grace." Now, let me tell you. As much as I'm laughing at it, I also think there's something great about it. He really wants to sing this song, and he had to be this fucked up to really do it. That's all. He, you know, he can't really sing it. So. <laughs> I don't know what I'm. I'm getting no, very but scared. But it's also like it's if it's sung by a crackhead, it has extra poignancy because he's he means what he's singing with a great. He was just letting his. He, that's what he was giving it everything he had, and in Does his he head, believe what he would he believed what it was. Is yes, he, is he in, in his rehab? head, he probably heard someone sing that song. He really wanted to sing it, but this is. Uh, but it also is comical. Don't feel bad because it is funny too. But, <laughs> okay, play. Praise the Lord, Jesus, in the name of the Lord. Amen. I'm a thing amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Pause it. By the way, I'm not even joking. I would not play this if he, I thought he was mentally um, challenged or whatever whatever the correct term is. I swear to God, I wouldn't think this was funny. I just think he's, uh, well, I guess it's not that nice that I'm making fun Looney of him being tunes. drugged out of his mind. I think it's Looney Tunes. He's a Looney Tune, right. I'm the guy who doesn't listen. Oh, he's high. No, he's yeah, he's high on a he's high on something. Okay, so then okay. it's so it's funny. Oh my god, I got lost. I thought you guys were all like fucking throwing me under the bus. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Norm's the only one that takes care of me. <laughs> I totally, you know, try to make myself. Norm's the only one who's like, back off. You got a legend in the room. <laughs> Norm's the only one over there going. You know what you work with every day? Do you, do you realize that, that this is somebody that's great? Sure, that's what Norm thinks. Problem is nobody else. <laughs> Mm, that was an old trick, I think. All right, so play this. So you're going to play a three minute and twenty second. <laughs> Can I? Yeah, what happened? Oh, no, me. no, shut it off. We those don't play your, it now. Those are your friends that show you YouTube. You're like, We're not this play is eight forty one. The fuck? I know I would ever go. You want to watch a third of a sitcom? You're you, like, know, huh? you have to. You know what? You like doing bits that are based on phony premises because that's what you're doing. What I wasn't going to play the whole thing, and you know it. I did not. You were that. just making fun of me. You're getting a cheap I saw laugh at my expense. I was going to watch the whole thing. Like I, I can't. In, I, I, how many times in this show do we go in and out of songs? We don't play. Look, why am I getting defensive? 
<laughs> I would never do that. Rory's over there going, Todd, how does he do it at night after night? <laughs> guy's brilliant. I make everybody think I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Katie's over there going, this is what I get to work with. It's uh, fun. <laughs> anyway. Norm, I'm gonna I'm gonna thank you for stopping by. All right, man. All right. I don't really want to say goodbye, and to tell you the truth, I didn't think Rory was gonna show. <laughs> oh my god, it's so rude. All right, is there anything else, anybody? You want to ask uh, Daniel anything? You don't have to ask anybody anything. Is there anything? How should I end it? Help me out here. What do I do? I know everything. <laughs> So I can never think of a question. Do you, do you know? Uh, do, you, do you know the secret to life? Well, that's an easy one. Well, uh, the saddest people I know: are in the waterhole, Palm Springs, Palm Beach, South of France. They golf too much. They think too much. Drink too much. Think too little. I know a lot of people are going to go, by golly, I'd just like to be retired and have a car, and wouldn't that be fine? Uh, go ahead. Play it. I love the word. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know that sounded old, but... Yes! Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm allowed to pick on him. He wanted to smoke pot. He said he doesn't think he gets lost. This is why. This is... Oh, sure. You can't say that. That's too easy. Oh, it's not because of the pot. Well, what is it then? You have to see a doctor? <laughs> no, I'm serious. If it's not because of the pot, I'm worried about your reaction timing. I hope it's because of the pot. Then I can tease you. We all have fun. But don't, don't make me believe it's not the pot. I seriously would call the police. I've seen that. I mean, I would think there was something so off. Like, if, 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 if you're pie, then I get it. You're a little off. It's all right. I'll tease you. It's... Well, Norm, I tell him to shut the fuck up. He won't listen. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. No, it's um, funny. Like, cause yeah. in the, like, on TV, you see the stage manager like, oh, they're still doing it. <laughs> you see, you see the stage manager like, saying, like, give them the five-second you know, thing to the host, and the host sees it. But you guys like did like... 25 minutes <laughs> <laughs> fucking mimed each other while we were just sitting oh yeah I know that was <laughs> oh god Norm can I stay at your house for like just six months <laughs> I'm not even joking around I'm a totally good housemate uh, oh, what's wrong uh, I'm putting a pool in and I hate that noise is fucking freaking me out <laughs> the Boy, guy's rich well, and cheap <laughs> he's rich and cheap it's new oh, on NBC you should pitch that <laughs> he's rich and cheap hey do you mind if I stay in your house they're putting a marble showcase in my living room <laughs> I don't know that was one of the promos it's funny when you say rich and cheap it's funny when my buddy uh, Jim Downey at SNL used to get in Sans Twin they do a play on words on a title of a sitcom, but then they name one of the characters that. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like, like Will and Grace, or Grace Under Fire. So mm -hmm. you go, well, you can't. You named it fucking Grace. <laughs> you gave her the name Grace, and then you came up with a play on it? Like if she, her real name was Grace, it would be clever. But it could, that right, could right. have been reverse engineered. Reverse uh, Re psychology? Reverse engineered. Oh. 
I uh, I went to a reverse. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> my father went to a reverse psychology psychologist, and it didn't work out. <laughs> I used to tell people I taught in an suicide. Is, wait, hold on. I don't want to go ahead if I'm not following something. The doctor said the reverse psychologist told my my dad in an effort to make him happy. Because he was a reverse psychologist, that he should commit suicide, <laughs> and then my dad committed suicide. Where do you? Where does that come from? You shouldn't go to reverse psychologist. I don't believe it. It's a it's a new field, and it often doesn't work. That's funny. All right, you know what? That's how you say goodnight. Uh, I'm right, not baby. stupid. What do you think? All I'm right. fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm not fucking right us out of here. Thanks for coming by, thanks, Norm. Baby. Daniel, thanks awesome. for coming by, everybody. Uh, uh, thank you. A whole bunch of fun people here. And, uh, oh, no, 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 that's just a fake wrap-up. We still got more to do. Oh, what the? No, 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 that's it. <laughs> All right, bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.